I'm Chris Hansen, and I'm going to need you all to have a seat right over there because it's time to listen to the podcast, Eddie Green's 101. Cheers, brother, to a new house. Cheers. Cheers. To new adventures. ASMR. So this is the fourth time you've been on the podcast, and every single time it's been in a different, uh, every single time it's been different in a locations. different location. On site. Yep. Well, the first was in your old apartment, and the second was at your temporary residence. Yep. Third was at my place. Yep. And now we're in your brand new place. Now we're back. We're back here. Back in the Disney cave. <laughs> How's the, it feel? How's first, it feel to be a, a homeowner? Um, gratifying. Yeah. It's it's still kind of surreal standing outside and you're like, I this is mine. Yeah. I can I own this. <laughs> I want to paint. I'm going to paint. I'm going to rip. I'm going to demolish whatever I want to do. Yep. And uh, for everyone listening, that is uh, Raja. Right. Oh, yeah. You can hear him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's Raja on the back. Yeah. New kitten running around. <laughs> Literally, he's gonna be running around. I might, I might grab that ball then if he doesn't lose it. it. Knocks everything under the couch anyway. So he looks like is he? A, so he's adopted. Yep. And what was his situation prior to coming here? Um, was it like a troubled kind of? The people we got him from, they moved into a house, uh-huh. and the mother was there with two kittens. Okay. And they and she's assuming it was the old tenant's cat okay because it was like well groomed and stuff so we took one we almost i'm glad we didn't we were almost gonna get two there was another one but somebody got him before we got there so we just got him and hit the road nice but he's cool the raja kind of fits because he's got stripes all over him yeah yes for a 10 week cat he's got some pretty big paws already so he might be big but what is it like so he didn't have a like a troubled upbringing. No. Or he wasn't abused no. or anything. He's brand new. Nice. He's already eaten. He eats just Good. regular cat food. We have kitten food, but he won't eat it. So, yeah, he's uh, and obviously Raja is a reference to the the tiger in Aladdin. Yep. Right. Jasmine's Gotta tiger. Keep the theme. Yep. So we got Nala. Okay. Binks. Figaro. Raja. That's why I thought Figaro. Yep. Because you do have a. Figaro. We have a Figaro. Yeah. And. Binks? Binks. I don't know who Hocus that Pocus. is. Ah, okay. Hocus Pocus. Thackeray Binks. Now, if you were to get another one, are there any... Well, there's probably a lot more cats that you could take from the Disney lore. There are, but to name your cat, like, we'll never own a cat and name him Cheshire. Like, that <laughs> That one's out. Um, there's a couple other ones we did like, because we like the Aristocats, yeah. so it was either Raja or Toulouse. And Toulouse is one of the... I think he's the... Uh, brownish kind of cat okay because there's three there's a white a brown and a black i think the black one is burloys burloys <laughs> but we'll see i think we're good at four i think we I think, out. I think we hit our limit because it's a lot to introduce him to the other ones so far only one of them will lay with him and the other two are like constantly. yeah because they feel like they're being like their territory is yeah. kind of right like there's competition they honestly watch him run around they're like what the hell is that <laughs> what 
what is that? And when when whenever he gets too close, they'll swat at him. So, damn. But we just let them do their thing. They'll get over it eventually. And that was a. Uh, I was talking to uh, a friend today. Uh, we were talking way totally off topic of this. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, suicide and shit. Yep. And uh, for some reason, it reminded me that like other than humans, no other animal has like like this cat right here does not have suicidal tendencies. No. Like they don't know what that what that means. He's on top of the world, bro. Like he's living his best life. Yep, literally. <laughs> he's not going to stop the whole time you're here. You're going to see him just just run all over. It's amazing. He can climb those drapes already. I've already cut his claws and he's still just going around. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah. we've never had a cat that young either, so Yeah. Um parent life basically. It's like having a toddler. The yeah. way we have to watch him. It's, it's good ridiculous. practice. Yeah. No? No. No? No, not yet. No, but I'm saying like it's good practice in terms of getting you ready. Yeah, I couldn't speak on that, but it's probably similar not being able to just chill. Because the first two nights we just had to watch everywhere he went. Don't touch this, don't touch that, don't touch this. Yeah, because you're very parent-like and and versus someone like me, I I don't have any pets or anything. So if I were to have a kid all like out of the blue, I wouldn't know exactly. Like you have a couple upper hands in terms of being able to just you know because these are kids yeah you got some kind of nurturing there's a nurturing aspect to you i guess yeah his problem is he's so small he crawls under anything he can fit see that little crack he can, he can somehow squeeze under there Damn. yeah and then he like a baby bird he just calls and he waits until you come and find him that's wild but he's got this area of the house figured out so far so and you're more of a cat guy, aren't you? I grew up with... I'm an animal guy. I, grew, like up, I grew up with dogs. At one point, we had four dogs, two um, hamsters, a rabbit, and a parrot. All in one house. Yeah, a little zoo. But I like I like any animal. Is there any animal you won't fuck with? Snakes? Um, I probably wouldn't do like a... Um, like a pet snake? No, no swimming with sharks or any of that crap. Well, no, 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 no. Like, I mean, like stuff that you can oh, like have in, like in a house. Yeah, 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 I don't need a snake in here. Spider. Uh, no. Lizard. Oh, hell no. Definitely not a spider. <laughs> Those aren't pets to me. That's like I was going to say, like, isn't that weird? People consider them pets. Yeah. Like I a, mean, I get it, but <laughs> it's like, um, like imagine uh, in the middle of your night and you roll over and you see like a lit aquarium and your char- tarantula is just like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep. No, no, it's weird. But the, but you know those are like those uh like those are the emo hot topic people. Yeah, those are the people that have that shit. The only thing in that in that little <laughs> realm that I would consider getting is a um a bearded dragon. Mm. Those little things are cool. Yeah, funny you say that. My um so Haley, my my girlfriend, uh she wants to get a uh she wants to get one of those and she wants to name it grilled cheese. Uh, oh. Yeah, don't ask. I'm not. Don't, yeah, don't ask. Yep. Yeah. Come here, grilled. Come here, cheese. <laughs> yeah, but she wants to get something like that, and they're cool. They're like super chill. My friend had one. I forgot what he named them. Something weird, like Rambo or yeah, some stupid shit like that. But they're cool to watch, and they they're definitely smart. They know who their owner is. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you hand them to someone, they're like, no, no, no. Yep. Yeah, I my pet turtle from a couple of years ago. That's like the closest thing I've had to a because I don't even like that. Like that was a weird thing for me. It didn't feel like a pet. It just felt like an experiment. 
because you get no response. <laughs> like you get zero. A cat and dog and even birds can look at you in a certain way, and you're like, oh, I get t- we're linked. Yeah, we're together. Yeah, you, you look at a turtle or a spider. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Fred? You ugly piece of shit. You. Yeah, they don't feel anything. You know, what like, do you f- what do you feed a spider? Like smaller bugs? I think so. Yeah. Dude, pet snakes though. That's where I yeah, cross with the, the mice line with and the mice that. and shit. I don't need to see that. And the shedding. My snake would be pissed because I just give him crickets. That's Ugh. all you get. Here you go. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know. But see, now he's kind of. Oh, I was gonna say, he no, was. He he's not gonna stop. He, he was chill. And it goes in waves. Comes in waves. If you don't, he's. It's literally like a child. If you don't look at it, usually it'll stop. I say it because it acts like a little monster. Sometimes I'll be out there grilling or something, and like I can't see when the sun's up, so I do the classic like hand over your eyes to see inside. Yep. And I'm like, where is it? Like a horror movie. I'm like where? And then here he comes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. But it's 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 a different life for everybody, you know. Because other than like, I guess something like a like a lizard or I don't know. I just I guess it's how you're raised, isn't it? I feel like honestly, over the past since March 2020, almost everybody has had to either conquer something and your life has pivoted in some kind of direction up or down. But I feel like the whole globe is like evolving right now. And you're either getting into like something new, something's changing or you're accomplishing something or something, something has like COVID pushed you. Yeah. Like it gave you a a little spark of how don't be such a nanny all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely, you know, even like small stuff like, I don't know, like I personally have always wanted to. So this is something that we can talk about because now it's something that mutually has happened. We have uh, I finally have gone to Volcano Bay. Yes. And that was always on my to do list. And it just never happened. I don't know about you, but it was like, (laughs) yes, I want to go there. When are you going to go? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm going to go. And when we went, oh, my God. It's great. Definitely was missing out. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, like just the, so for everyone listening, it's basically uh, this water park that Universal has opened based around a volcano. And I forget the name of it. The hell is it? The volcano itself. Like the volcano itself. I mean, I only went the one time. Okay. It's like, of course, they give it like some backstory and shit. and But it's just, even being in that wave pool, the view the, the it's kind of fa- it's kind of crazy that fast moving lazy river oh that one too that is and that that besides that or uh what's the water coaster um oh uh krakatow 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 i could go on either one and say that's my favorite <laughs> attraction the the lazy river the first time we got on it we did like seven laps like mm-hmm. we kept like passing that point where it was like time to get out and we kind of look at each other like nope going again going again hit the jets but the but the action one, like the fast moving one, oh, they, yeah. you're you're required to wear a a life, life vest. vest. And I was like, why? Like, there's no room. And then the, and the second in. I got in, I'm like, oh, I get it. I said the same thing. I was like, eh, whatever. I'll just <laughs> float. But it's that's what's fun. Just yeah. laying on your back, and it <sighs> takes you. And it's and it's wild because we were walking around and they don't have an, a like they don't they don't enforce masks. No, at least when I went. I mean, what, how could you? Yeah, holding a wet blanket over everybody's face. But that got me thinking. It's like, what's the difference between that and walking around a theme park? Yep. You they know? probably didn't do it at the water park for like a safety thing. 
Well, yeah. Some little kid just drowning himself above water yeah, with a yeah. wet mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just standing there. Right. <laughs> like an interrogation where they put a cloth over your face and then dump water over it. Or it it, uh, it reminds me of uh, Billy Madison, the scene. It's just like a random scene. Like one of Billy's friends is just, he's, he's like spraying this kid with like a <laughs> I know with, with like a yeah. and he's like stop it mister stop it stop it and then Billy comes over he's like what are you doing he's like oh nothing wasn't it um <laughs> I can't remember his name because he had the guy that was in um the man show he was in that you know what I'm talking about Billy Madison yeah um Norm McDonald Norm was in it yeah he was in it the guy opposite of Norm like Norm's kind of hint little sidekick in that yeah, yeah, yeah. was that guy yeah. sitting there <laughs> Yeah, just spraying the guys. And then he, <laughs> I just thought of the funniest thing, Billy. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> Where the hell's Billy? <laughs> He's in school, man. Uh. Classic. <laughs> I still remember the first time I saw that movie. I watched it on uh, USA. Oh, yeah, Billy Madison. Channel 39. Yep, Billy Madison. Yeah. I got to say, though, dude, I got I to gotta add this fucking Volcano Bay to my, to my past because I want to go back. But yeah, I haven't gone since August. That was when we went. That was when you went, and but and because you filmed it for your channel, and somewhat it was dead. Yeah, yeah, like it was it was amazingly dead in that video, um, which is probably really good. The it was like a it was dead in a sense to where basically <laughs> everyone was in line for crack a towel, like yeah. the majority, but every other slide was like a walk on. Yeah, except we only did. One of them was like the four seater rafts, mm-hmm. but they still, there was, I think four of us, four or five of, was it? Yeah, there was, no, there was four of us, but they split us up. They okay. said we all weighed too much as a group. <laughs> so me and Tiffany went on one of those things by ourselves. And I think they seat five. It's a big raft. Yeah. 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 And I, of course, got the situation where it's turning, it's turning, it's turning, and I get to go backwards. You don't like that? I literally felt like, Oh my God, I'm going to crack my head. Like I've literally by the time yep. in that split second of like, I'm going to hit my head and then it straightened out. Yeah. Yeah. But just two, two, I need weight in here. Yeah. I need some balance. Well, see, that's weird. Well, yeah. Cause it is all weight based. Cause right before you get on, they, they weigh you and Haley and I were, we needed people. Right. Cause <laughs> you guys trying to wanna go now. Yeah. Like we needed to ride with two other people cause we weren't enough weight. I think it's like 300 minimum, yeah. 300 pound minimum. That one kind of got me, and then um, we did we didn't do the the tippy top slide, the little straight down one. We did the tubes instead, the but, racer kinds. Yeah, but they still drop you out of the little rocket. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't see for like the first fifteen seconds. So you, oh, so you haven't done the one straight down? No, I'm good on that. You're good on that. I don't need to do that. It's like <laughs> sometimes I'm like I should just do it, like you and the um the bungee thing you did at at Fun Spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like I could, but like I don't need. I just don't need. I don't need to prove it to myself. See, because I forget. Do they play music in those two? Like when you get in in the door closet? Like, is there any kind of uh, intense music going? I can't even remember. I want to say it was like a kind of like a because there's there there's like scary music in the main one. I don't remember. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like drums actually. And then the fucking and she's looking at me like a cross in the other one. Like yeah. I think I went first. I don't remember. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I love that sensation. I haven't, standing felt, on, I haven't felt that in a while. Standing on a door and then it just comes from underneath you. It's like going on like a new roller coaster. Like you're not scared of roller coasters, but you haven't been on this one yet. Yeah. Like Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster, baby. 
it's already in like previews. So I think they had like a soft opening or, or something. I know they did the media thing. Yep. With Tim Tracker, he I, went on. I think they're starting to slowly take groups in there. Called it his new favorite coaster over Mako, which I think was his favorite. I from actually, SeaWorld. I have a um, a POV saved because I want to see. It. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna ruin it for myself. I want to see it. Yeah, because I did the same thing with Hagrid's, but it didn't it didn't ruin it. I did, because Hagrid's to watch it and then ride it two different things. It, oh my god, two different things. But I but I feel like that's the same with Velocicoaster. It just looks. Whew, can't and everyone's saying they're like this is my new favorite all the vloggers i watch anywhere are like this is my new favorite roller coaster this, yep. is, this i like this more than hagrid's and that to me was like whoa because doing hagrid's recently like that was my favorite new roller coaster well it is right now yeah until tron opens i think that's like, <laughs> i think that's gonna do it yep yeah because like even the queue for velocicoaster is is insane with the raptors yep. in containment and then you can actually see the the trains go by they're getting and, they're getting better with the cues. Like it's no longer you're just standing in a line. Yeah. There's actually some kind of substance. Yeah, and I think there's like they just opened up single rider lines. Wow! Finally, for like a for a majority of the attractions. We're getting there. And uh, the markers have gone from six feet to three. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like the six feet though. I'm not gonna lie. Stay away from me. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know about you, but. Every time I go, nobody nobody abides by that. Now it's like, now nobody really cares at all. But like my comparison was we went to Disney Springs the other day. And when you're getting up to like where you go down the escalator and you enter, that's where the security checkpoint is or not security. Well, there is security too, but there's a temp, temp check there. Yeah. And when we first went, that was the first thing to open was Disney Springs. People are literally looking down at the lines. You could look at the next person up. You can see everyone following the line, like, okay, they're going to move up. Now they move up. Now I move up. Now, nope. Yeah. Like you're just walking through a bar. Everyone's just bumping into you again. It's yeah. like, here we are. We're back, baby. We are back. I'm going to scoot this down closer. The closer, the better. But I think this, this mask thing won't hold up much longer, hopefully. That's <laughs> the only downside for me in the theme parks is just walking around with this thing on my face. Yep. But that's what I'm saying. Like the water park, like that was to to have gone to all these parks for however many months and have to wear a mask and then go here and then it's like you don't have to wear a mask. It's like, am I like, is this real life? This is <laughs> this is Volcano Bay. This is what's going on right now. I don't have to wear. Oh, okay. It it was the best feeling. Not wearing it then. It was the best feeling. And Disney did this new thing like last month or the month before where they're like, okay. If you're gonna come eat at our restaurants, if you're if you don't have food in front of you, basically you have to wear your mask. And nobody abided by that. Every nobody. Everyone's like, yeah, no, not doing that. I will sit here and drink my water and wait for my food. You getting vaccinated? No. Me neither. And <laughs> she did. That's cool. It was never even a discussion with us. She's like, I'm going tomorrow to get my first shot. I was like, cool. She's like, Are you getting it? I was like, No. Is it just because I don't what? Well, I'm fine. Like, you're fine. That's what I feel like. Yeah. If I did get COVID and I gave it to somebody, I apologize. <laughs> it was not my intention. <laughs> but uh, I never missed work. I never. I don't get sick, and I don't knock on wood. I just don't get sick. I don't. It just doesn't happen. It's all this alcohol you're drinking. Or if it does, <laughs> I don't notice it. Or I just maybe I slow down for a day, but I don't. I've. Ne- I couldn't tell you the last time I sat in bed and I was like, oh, I can't go to my tummy. <laughs> 
I think I have to <laughs> fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, like there has to be something to it as much as, you know, because there's always a, a take and give, right? So yeah. seriously, I think because you, you are a, you are a heavy beer drinker. Oh yeah. And there has to be like, the, like there has to be something to that. I don't know what it could be, but I don't know if there's any science or research in there. Like, can, like if you drink so much beer, can you Maybe. just naturally kill viruses? I mean, every once in a while you hear about like Thelma and it'll be, she'll be on the news and they're like, Thelma's celebrating her 107th birthday. Thelma was born in 1928 or whatever yeah. in Villano, Italy or something. And she drinks a glass of red wine every day. And that's her remedy to life. And yeah. it's like, you go, Thelma. Yeah. Yeah. There is something to that, isn't there? The wine thing. You heard about the Dr. Pepper lady? She said the same thing. She was like 103. And she's like, I just drink Dr. Pepper every day. Really? Yeah. Dr. Pepper lady? Type in like old lady drinks, <laughs> drinks Dr. Pepper every day or once a day or something like that. Old lady drinks Dr. Pepper every day. Oh, my God. 104-year-old woman's secret. Three Dr. Peppers a day. See? What the fuck? Fountain of youth. Elizabeth what? Sullivan has lived in the same Fort Worth, Texas house since 1942. That's a cute little house. It's so nice to meet you. Thanks for inviting us to your home. <laughs> I beg you to come in. And she has just celebrated her 104th birthday. <laughs> as the big balloons in her living room make clear. You had your driver's license until last January? That's until right. you were 103? <laughs> you were. Yeah, I was going to church. I was going to the woman's club. I was playing bridge. I was going to do <laughs> She credits at least some of her longevity to a Lone Star State favorite. Now you're drinking Dr. Pepper right now. That's exactly why right. Do, why that, you... that stuff is good. It's got sugar in it. And two doctors no kidding. that if I drink it, I will die, but they died first. Oof. <laughs> okay, so that's proof Oof. that it's good for you. Yeah. So you yeah. think you, you think that this drink is, has helped you live to these this age of 104? Well, evidently, because uh, everybody tells me it has too much sugar in it, but since I've been drinking three a day for 50 or 60 years, uh, evidently my body needs sugar. I don't take any medication. They can't still find anything wrong with me. Elizabeth says other than giving birth and getting her tonsils Dude, out, 104, she's, she's, a hospital she's quick. Like Even at 104, Elizabeth has managed to maintain her independence. A widow, she has two children, six grandchildren, and 13 great-grandchildren who all want her to live with them. But she wants to stay in her own home. And if I don't feel like sleeping, I come sit in this chair and pick up a book and turn on a light or turn on the TV and stay up all night. Elizabeth is... Bro. Whew. So, I, this is a couple years old, I think, but let's just say it's 2021. If you were 104, you were born in 1917. That doesn't even sound, like, real. Yeah. Because what the... The fucking Titanic sank in 1912. You have seen so much <laughs> shit. You've seen it. You can. You're one of those. You can say, "Honey, I've seen it all." And but she's one of those rare people that she seems lucid. Yeah, you know what I mean. She seems like she's with it. She is though. She was. I love this soda fountain of youth. It's got. It's That's got like, sugar in it. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> How about that? That old Dr Pepper do you right? Damn. I did not hear about that. Yeah. Three Dr Peppers a day. But then, of course, there's like you'll hear someone else that'll try that, and then uh, they'll be like dead in two 
two weeks. All of a sudden, there's warning labels on Dr. Pepper. That's crazy. <laughs> Dr. Pepper is the only doctor she ever needed. That's crazy, man. I'm actually a Mr. Pib guy. You like Mr. Pib? Yeah. Do you even want to live to 104? If I could be like that. Yeah. That's fine. Drinking three Dr. Peppers a day. But it's weird because she's so with it, but she's so old. Like her organs are old. So for somebody so with it, she might just not wake up one day. Yeah. Wow. That's that's wild. But then there's this guy over here, 109. And it looks like he's smoking cigars. I'm pretty sure. There, is he? He's like Japanese or something? No. He, what is he? Because there's some people in Japan or I, th I think it's Japan. God kept you here to help others. See, I don't know why he kept me. I can't tell you. Yeah, he doesn't sound alive. I can't even hear him. Like, <laughs> he ain't talk to me. He, he ain't talk to me. Yeah, see, if there's, she didn't have subtitles. Yeah. So <laughs> this dude has subtitles. He needs subtitles. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, there's people in Japan or something like these ancient. I don't know what you would. I don't even know what you would call them. But they they're like the the herbal people. They drink tea and live on mountains and all that stuff. And they're like 117. It's like what 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 what? Yeah. I guess if I'm lucid and if I'm still kind of with it, then I guess I want to live then, but. I couldn't even imagine me in that age because I was thinking about this the other day, actually, like 20 year old me, like if I had a conversation with 20 year old me, we would, I would be looking down on myself and my younger self would be looking at me like you've changed. What happened to you? Mm -hmm. This isn't us. But at the same time, I'm like, no, dude, this is us. This is us with our shit together. Mm hmm. Grow up. Yeah. And then a 20 year old me would be like, ah, no, <laughs> grown up stupid. Yeah. Damn. But, dude, by the time we get into our 50s, 60s, 70s, who knows, knows where, who knows what people will probably be living 130, 140. I know. We were talking about that. Um, I think it was at work and some, some, somebody was talking about old people somewhere or the other, but it came up like, like in the old West. Like if you were 30, you were pretty much on your way out. Yeah. You had a good life. Hope you had some kids. Keep your, your family name going because. Yeah. That is wild. That we've, we've evolved. It just keeps getting, you know, life expectancy just keeps going up and up and up. But that's that. It's, it's the age old question, you know, how long do you want to live? Because eventually people around you are going to, you know, people that you care about are going to start croaking. And it's like, I don't know if I want to live forever. What if it's subconsciously up to you? What? Some some kind of stem from your soul to your actual real world being and you use some kind of some kind some kind of idea you don't know you had when you're ready, you're just like, this is it. And you send yourself off. You make it up? Like you make up your death day? It's almost like when you see um did you see soul? No. There's a part where all the souls are on this bridge and they're going up towards that bright light. And it's like you have that. What if you had that choice where you're like at some point in your life and you're able to see the choice? Huh? Do you go towards the light? Or do you have you had enough? Or do you come back? Yeah. Or do you wake hmm. up? Or are you kind of like, you know, what? let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. It's been real. <laughs> I put up a good 54. I'm done. Probably someone that's going to live forever is fucking Elon Musk, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk. He just hosted. Tell me what you think about it. 
Thank you very much. It's an honor to be hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean that. Sometimes after I say something, I have to say, I mean that. <laughs> so people really know that I mean it. That's because I don't always have a lot of intonation or variation in how I speak. <laughs> Which I'm told makes for great comedy. <laughs> I'm actually making history tonight as the first person with Asperger's to host SNL. Or at least the first to admit it. <laughs> so I won't make a lot of eye contact with the cast tonight. But don't worry, I'm pretty good at running human in emulation mode. <laughs> I'd first like to share with you my vision for the future. I believe in a renewable energy future. I believe that humanity must become a multi-planetary, space-bearing civilization. Those seem like exciting goals, don't they? Now, I think if I just posted that on Twitter, I'd be fine. <laughs> but I also write things like, 69 days after 420, again. <laughs> I don't know, I thought it was funny. That's why I wrote ha-ha at the end. <laughs> Look, I know I sometimes say or post strange things, but that's just how my brain works. To anyone I've offended, I just want to say, I reinvented electric cars, and I'm sending people to Mars in a rocket ship. <laughs> Did you think I was also going to be a chill, normal dude? <laughs> now, a lot of times, people are reduced to the dumbest thing they ever did. Like one time, I smoked uh, weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> and now, all the time I hear, Elon Musk, all he ever does is smoke weed on podcasts. <laughs> like I go from podcast to podcast, <laughs> lighting up joints. Uh, it happened once. It's like reducing O.J. Simpson to murderer. <laughs> <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> Fun fact, O.J. also hosted this show in 79. <laughs> again in 96. Killed both times. <laughs> and then he just goes on and he brings his mom on because it was right before Mother's Day. He's either funny or somebody wrote that for him. But oh, someone good, definitely wrote that for good him. Good delivery. Yeah. Well, he, well, he's got that like just weird, you know, like there's people that talk weird. Yep. He's one of those motherfuckers. Like he just, he's the weird, like, he, but he, that's why I love that joke. He's like, I reinvented electric cars and I'm sending people to Mars. Do you think I'm just a chill, normal dude? <laughs> Yeah, what were you picturing? <laughs> Some guy walking out on a Hurley shirt and flip-flops? Yeah. Like, of course, he has to be fucking strange. You know what I mean? I want a Tesla. You do? Those things are swift. I looked up a lot about them. They're, there's no car like Well, I'm sure there's some kind of car like it, but those things, damn. Yeah. And, dude, more and more, like, charging stations keep popping up. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because at the, uh, I guess they're called like rapid charge for cars or some shit like that, but it only takes you like 30 minutes. Like yeah. if worst case scenario, you had to sit somewhere for 30 minutes, like, oh, oh no. I'm pretty sure you can turn it on while you while charge anyway, right? Because there's, I know there's a, there's, there's a few at the Target right on International yeah, Speedway. I've seen them at Target. People um, just chill and go Walmart, grocery Wawa. shopping. Yeah. People just go grocery shopping. <laughs> And I think I looked it up because I had like I like I literally talked about this with somebody not too long ago, and 
I always thought it would like kill your electric bill. Charging it? Charging it. It doesn't. Well, that's good news. It really doesn't. That's the 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 catch of it though is you you can buy these I think like a Model S starts at 35,000. Uh-huh. Then you have to buy your charger. And I think it's like, I don't know. I think it was like 15 another 20. I don't think it's 20, but it's a nice chunk of change on top of the car and then you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And I don't know if you can just plug that thing up to the wall or they got to come <laughs> hook it up or something, but that would say getting used to pulling it in. You definitely need a garage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure like the charging stations are like, I'm pretty sure like those are free, right? There's got to be some subscription or something. There's no way it's just pull you just up, pull up and charge. Yeah, there's no way. No way. Disney's got them too. Maybe I'll just tap on one one day, see what it says. Yeah. It's probably going to be like, insert card when ready. Well, doesn't Tim have one, right? Yep. Bastard. He doesn't talk about it too much? Like, No, there's a vlog where they go and buy it. They test drive a couple of them. They got the SUV one. I can't remember what model it is. Okay. Um, but you didn't talk about like prices and charging costs? No, and- but you can, I mean, that's only a few clicks away. You can figure that out real quick. I think the SUV yeah. starts at like 45, 50, something like that. They're not like crazy expensive. They can They could afford more. I went down this wormhole of this guy that breaks down uh, big YouTubers analytics and shows you an estimate of what they can make a month based off of their AdSense and plays and this and that. Yep. And Tim and Jen are <laughs> sickening. They're like on a, on a low month, they'll make 13 grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's wild. That's why there's videos like him buying the, the Gucci Mickey cardigan and people are like, you just made two grand on a sweater. Yeah. It's like a week of work for him. Yeah. Work work making videos god <laughs> it's crazy because i found him at like he was my my little inspiration like like seeing him vlog was like so this is a thing like there's yeah hundreds of different thousands of channels of people just vlogging i was like this is not where have i been I, like i wish i could have been on that early youtube train because he got in right when it was getting good yeah but i found him at like two hundred thousand, <clears throat> and now they're about to hit nine hundred thousand. Yeah. And that was only six, seven-ish years. And then it's just weird because, like, you'll bump into him. Like, I haven't yet, but you, like, at some point, you'll, you, even you will. Like, you'll just bump into him at the park. One of these days. And it's just like, dude, man. I saw. Um, What's up? I didn't, I didn't go and approach him because he was kind of, like, in a. Well, actually, at the time, I couldn't because we were in line. Adam the Woo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Adam the Woo was standing right in the middle of um, Hollywood Studios, like, right in front of the. The Chinese theater. Yeah. It was like all I could do was be like, "There he is," or I could be like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. Now what? Yes, I watch your videos. <clears throat> you ever wonder what these YouTubers think? Like, what if YouTube? Because the day will come eventually. I mean, I'm sorry, but the day is going to come when YouTube no longer is profitable for people. Yes for, and no for for whatever reason. Because I feel like I was saying that for the longest time about Facebook. But Facebook somehow keeps trying, or they aren't even trying. They're finding a way to just keep one step ahead. Like, there was some new social media thing going around for a little bit. I didn't even download it or even look into it. But it was like, this will be the big sell on that one was it won't, the whoever is in charge of the site won't filter your posts out or whatever, whatever. Because I guess people have proven that Facebook can filter political posts uh, if you're a democrat you don't see other democrats you see republicans and just all kinds of crap like that i don't care because i don't use it for that i just use it checking on you 
see what's up, see what's up with old <laughs> Phil. I post our pictures on, on there. It's basically like a virtual photo album, and I like seeing the memories pop up too. Like when you check in somewhere. Oh yeah, that's cool. Went here a year ago and this and that, but yeah, I can't stand like people that get on there and they want to get so in a serious conversation. You see these threads that are like a couple hundred comments. People arguing with people they don't even know. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Wrap it up. But like. But yeah, I was. I wonder what Tim and like all these people that make money, serious money off of YouTube, what their like emergency plan is. You know. I feel like. Um, like one day YouTube just shuts off. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel I don't know them. I, you, that's the thing. You don't know these people. For all you know, they're psychos. You don't know, but. <laughs> When you watch someone enough and they, if they're going to vlog like Tim and they do the, they don't do it anymore. But when they were vlogging every single day, I think they hit like four or five years straight. Not missing a day. Not missing a single day. And even if you're doing it at home and you're just like, yeah, we're making macaroni and cheese. It's like you still have to edit it or cut it together, upload it, stay on track. But I feel like they have some kind of fail safe because I feel like you get to know them when you see the more personal vlogs. I'm sure they got a nice little stash. Especially when you make that much money. Yeah, they probably put some away, for sure. You have to. You got to plan for the worst. Yeah. And they have probably one of the more consistent, because uh, this always boggles my mind when people have 100,000, 200,000, 500,000, and they do a live stream and like 200 people tune in. Yep. It's like, what the hell? Where's the disconnect here? Fan, the fan <laughs> but, base. But, but they got a, like when they do a live stream, they're, you can't even look at their chat. Every Just once like, in a while, I'll be... Oh yeah, and they'll show their monitor, and it's like, you. What's the point? What is the point of commenting? You might as well just wait. Somebody's gonna say your comment anyway, I bet. Or if you have a question, it's probably gonna get said. There's so many people on there, but I've I've seen them upload before, and it's like, it'll be like one minute ago, and then you can click refresh, and it's like three thousand. Click refresh, ten thousand. It's like where, like what? Mm -hmm. How many people have their notification set to, to watch you? Yeah, and in the same sense. That's got to be weird. What? That that many people you know are looking at you? Especially when you start getting stopped at like Publix and Target and stuff. That's when it's like, I could see like going to Disney and having the mindset like, okay. I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna, noticed here. I'm going to take a couple pictures here today. But like, imagine like you're actually trying to mind your own business though. <laughs> I don't know. You don't think you'd like that? Like, like how would Josh Flowers handle that? Someone like you're just chilling at Outback and someone comes over. That's when it would get weird. You and Tiffany are having a nice meal. Because I wouldn't approach them like that. Like, if they're out to dinner or something. <laughs> but you know there's there's those people, yeah. and they'll probably walk up with their phone already ready, and it's like, oh, my God. Yep. Paparazzi. Paparazzi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely one of the downsides to uh, – because I love watching, like, I love watching uh, paparazzi videos of celebrities getting mad at them, like Kanye West and yep. fucking Bieber. Like, they're just all, like – can you guys please back up? I don't please. Blame them. If that was every day, everywhere <laughs> you went, and you have to wear sunglasses, now you can wear a mask at least. Yeah. And the hats, and you got to duck your face so they don't get a, a picture to sell of you. Like, yeah, I'd probably freak out too. Yeah. There'd be videos of me on TMZ. Yep. Or no wonder they're like under the influence of major drugs and shit yep. like that's why they do the shit because imagine you're getting mobbed through the airport and you're just trying to get on your flight then you get on the flight and people are asking you for autographs on the flight and you can't even watch anything then you get off the set this flight now and then you go through another airport and everyone's trying to mob you in this <laughs> airport it's like can i just get to my hotel room of silence yeah yeah definitely definitely one of the downsides to it that was um i watched uh do you watch black mirror mm -mm. 
on Netflix? No. No? Uh, Miley Cyrus did an episode on there. Because it's like the Twilight Zone. Ooh, okay. Black Mirror. It's like anthology-based, so we, like every episode's a different story. Yeah. And it's all just based around technology, and she plays a, a pop star, but she has like a real troubled kind of life. And Did you ever make it through uh, Twilight Zone? I remember you started watching them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I made it there. There is, I can't remember the episode now, the inspiration for uh, Tower of Terror. It has nothing to do with like the attraction itself either. And like the little pre-show they show you, it has nothing to do with the Twilight Zone, yeah. the actual show. But it comes from the original Yeah, series? I can't remember what the episode is. It's like something subtle. That's like one of those things I looked up just to look up before. Huh. There's some dumb movie, too, that I always wanted to watch. There's a Tower of Terror movie. movie you yeah, know what I'm talking about? With, with Kirsten Dunst. It is Kirsten Dunst, yeah. <laughs> Never watched it, though. Yeah, and wasn't it, it was filmed there, too. Or at least part of it was. Huh. Well, I mean, oh, did you hear they're doing another Haunted Mansion? Movie. Yes. Not Eddie Murphy. I think we talked about this last time. And it's not um, who I wanted it to be. Yeah, I think we talked uh, about this. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not doing it. Oh, he, oh, he isn't doing no. it. I think that's who you said last time. I'm doing something else now. Okay. But it's one of my guilty pleasures, so I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. I might watch that tonight. It's been a little while. Also, uh, High School Musical 3. <laughs> but you know what it really is? If if it wasn't Eddie Murphy in that movie, I probably wouldn't like it as much. If it was like Kevin James, probably I wouldn't like it as probably, much. I probably would hate it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, man. He did that one movie on Netflix, something. It was like a weird title. Got like a lot of critical attention. And then he did the Coming to America too. I didn't see that. Coming to America or something. Because I love the first Coming to America. That's a classic Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. Those, Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, amongst others. Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor, yeah. Yeah, like that era. Dr. Doolittle, the first one. Uh-huh. Not the second one. Uh, the second one's like fun to watch, but the first one, it's it's almost like it's like Shrek in every other movie with like a, well, actually Shrek's a bad example because I actually like Shrek two better. Oh, like sequels? Yeah, usually the sequel is like it feels different, even in uh like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Dead Man's Chest. The first one has the best tone. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think I like Dead Man's Chest the best. I don't know why, just based on memory. Yeah. I'll watch any of them. My favorite is probably at World's End. Wow, that's the one that everyone like poops on. <laughs> Welcome to my life. That and Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. I love that movie. Oh, okay. And that is in the Star Wars culture. Yeah, we don't. You don't yeah, talk about that. Like Noob Town. Like you're, you're. Oh, you're one of those. You like Jar Jar Banks? Yes, yes, I do. But isn't uh, the first one's more kind of accepted versus Attack of the Clones, right? No, they, everybody no? everybody hates the first one. They say that's the worst Star Wars movie in the whole entire franchise. And I'm like, how? Over Last Jedi? Like, how? You have Darth Vader as a child. You have Obi-Wan Kenobi learning from Qui-Gon. Not to mention you have Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor in the same damn movie. Like, yeah. hello. Then you have Darth Maul. Like, this is a well-rounded movie. Yeah. And it's long. There's, like, multiple climaxes. I loved it. And everybody hates it. But that's fine. You do you. Yeah. Because I hate I hate episode seven. 
Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I thought all, like a lot of people put, uh, shat on that one. I don't know anything because I don't. It's like they were. It's like when when they were coming out, they were good. But then in hindsight, it was like, nah, I was just excited for something Star Wars. Yeah, they're not good. They're huh. okay. Uh. But now, dude, they're just pumping the shit out, man. They're just like having triplets on triplets. Disney executives, like they're just like, let's make the Bad Batch. Let's make the Mandalorian. Yep. Let's that, and you got Marvel. Marvel is just on a roll. Mm. I love all the new Marvel stuff. Hey. I was just going to do, that's literally the name of, so you tell me if you think this song is actually good because this is the song that is in the Black Mirror episode with with Miley. It's just Spotify. There's nothing to say. Oh, honey, I'll do anything for you. Oh, honey, just tell me what you want me to. Oh, honey, kiss me up against the wall. Okay. It gets better. Who is it? Is it Gaga or? That's no, Miley Cyrus. Oh, it's Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she plays a pop star called Ashley O, and they actually did this and they released two songs uh, of her as Ashley O. That's a good ass song. Yeah, on a roll. Good energy. <laughs> it's a great episode, dude. It's a. Uh, it's all about like this kid who has a sucky upbringing, and they they aspire to be her, see her on stage doing this stuff, and then. They sell these like little dolls called Ashley Twos, okay. and, and the kid buys one, and it's like it's Ashley O in this doll, like her her consciousness is in this doll. Does the doll like? And then it like like a Chucky kind of situation, kind of like a Chucky thing, but it it doesn't or try to kill her. Annabelle kind of. Thing? It doesn't try to kill him. That's that's where I thought they were going to go with it. But it's aware and it's aware shit. and everything, and yeah, it's pretty wild. Mm. It's a great episode, Black Mirror. I need something new to watch because I already worked through. I'm done with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I got no shows right now. <laughs> Still waiting on Ozark to come back. Dude, I go back to like, I don't really watch new shows. I watch old, like old shows that I just missed. It's hard for you know me what I mean? to get into it. Like when I have a new show, I get so excited because it's hard for me to get into a show. Like I try, I tried getting into uh, Peaky Blinders. <sighs> And I was like, okay, this is cool, this is cool. I got to like four or five episodes in, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, really, I'm not even paying attention <laughs> at this point. I was When I started taking out my phone, and I'm like, oh, wait, what hey, I miss? That's a bad sign. That didn't work. What else did I try to watch? You ever see that show about like overweight people, my 600-pound something? No, I've, I've seen it while I've <laughs> been scrolling. <laughs> that shit's crazy, dude. I tried to get... Haley, Haley showed me an, like an episode of that, and I was like, "What am I watching?" That's disgusting. It's all. It's, it's just all, disgusting. It's awful. Can't people that can't even get out of bed because they got like fat on top of blubber oh. on top of. You just look. You look like you're dying. But they go to this doctor called Doctor Now, and apparently he's like the end all be all of doc, and like he's the stupidest fucking guy I've ever. It's like he doesn't like. What are you doing? Like. How are you helping? You're just going around and you're just yelling at them. It's been eight months since my 
uh, my journey began. I was 650 pounds. Now I'm 585 pounds. Like, wow. Yeah. Keep going. You're doing great. My 600 pound life is what it's called. That sucks. <laughs> you piggy. Dr. Now's most savage moments. Look at this. I, oh my I'll God. just eat until I'm dead. God. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad. Like, I don't like laughing, but I can't help but laugh. But it's like, oh, my God. These <laughs> images. Disturbing. Is that that as a kid? Is that what that is? Ashley's five-year-old son helps her with just uh, about okay. everything. Let's make sure nothing's playing on here. There we go. Just about any movement hurts. And it just walk in the 20 feet <laughs> from my bed to my bathroom. Any movement painful. hurts. <laughs> my weight has made it almost unbearable to get around. <laughs> I feel like shit for life. The normal things do everybody live? does oh. is to do me myself. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a two beer episode now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why would they do that to her? A side shot on the toilet. <laughs> she's, uh, she's taking her little moo-moo off over her head. That was bad. <laughs> That's awful, dude. That was bad. You got to wonder if she signed off she on that. She looked like the uh, the marshmallow man the Ghostbusters <laughs> trying to take a shit. Stay puffed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think that bath is big enough. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that is so bad. But dude, like, how do you get there? You know? Like, I really can't imagine just... You eat like the rock, except you don't work out. Because <laughs> that man eats like, I think, eight or nine pounds of food a day or something. That's who they need on this show. <laughs> that's need, what they need to do. They, fuck this doctor now. They yeah, need the rock. Bring the rock in here. Imagine The Rock being your personal trainer. Mm. That's a celebrity I would like to meet. The Rock? Yeah. I don't have a lot, but The Rock. Yeah. That's a cool guy. Well, dude, that's how I got a uh, fucking... Because I, I love Chris Hansen to catch a predator. and. Where the What did you email him? Like, hey. No, Cameo. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Yeah, Cameo. That you pay celebrities like it's basically happy birthday. It's or, basically respectable whoring. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm send gonna, the money and they just do something for you. I'm gonna do one. <laughs> Is there a lot on there? Like there's a lot, a lot of, on there. Yeah. There's a lot of Disney people on there. John Stamos on there. I don't think Stamos is on there. The guy that did the voice of Jafar is on there. That's cool. <laughs> He's like fifty bucks. Some of them are crazy, like uh, Alfonso Ribeiro from oh, Fresh wow. Prince. He's like two hundred and ninety nine dollars. I think a I saw request. a clip of a uh, speaking of Aladdin. I think um, Gilbert Godfrey's on there too. He is. Yeah, he's on there. Yep. Classic. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a cool one. But yeah, like I wanted uh like I wanted him to introduce my podcast and so that was a good idea. Yeah, he made it happen. Yeah, the, the, like the that's something that I go down a rabbit hole just watching the To Catch a Predators like where they do the sting operations and shit. Yeah. You know, like setting up decoys and getting these guys that I can go down wormholes on a live PD. Oh yeah. And I don't even think they're making them anymore, which I, I don't remember why, but that, um, 
sometimes I even get stuck watching the Volusia County or Flagler County <laughs> Sheriff's Facebook page. They have all the chases on there, like body cam footage and stuff. And but like, is there that many? Yeah. Really? There's a lot. And you're like, wow, this happens here too. Like this, <laughs> this literally is like watching cops. And it's like, this wow. is in my own backyard right now. That's, yeah, that's, well, dude, the other day I looked up, uh, there's 89 registered sex offenders in Palm Coast. Like, because I went down the to catch a predator thing. So I was like, hmm, I wonder how many people are registered in Palm Coast. There's 89 of them. Some county or city somewhere, I think it was in Florida, there, um, it was, was it a county or a city? I don't know. Anyway, somewhere is going around, and the guy doing it is like, whoever, wherever this place is, it's kind of like they're Ron DeSantis or like somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And they're hammering big red signs into their yard. That's a, it has their name on it too. Like Victor Ramirez is a registered sex offender and a big red sign. Ooh, probably 12 by 12 square for red frame. Can't miss it. That's good. And he has to keep that there by law. That's yeah, that's good. Like There you go. You yep. piece of shit. Yeah. Good. Yeah. The more like the more just kind of out there you can make it. I feel like the better you stay in your house, Victor. Mm-hmm. kill you yeah because like but it's like do those people deserve to have a normal life should they be able to just sex kinda, offenders no should they be able to just kind of walk around and you know because the thing that always blows my mind is how little these guys get in terms of jail time those are the people that need to get chipped on the way out and now you're just permanently they can oh. just check on you whenever the hell they want to. Like uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf in Disturbia yeah, with that like little you, thing on you, his you ankle. You crossed the line, and now we <laughs> now we got you. Whenever we need to see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should definitely be. I don't know. It's just like some of them get like seven years, and they don't even serve seven years. They'll serve like three. It's like the um, – It's like, what the fuck? The first couple seasons of – well, probably the first season, actually, of Beyond Scared Straight. Those are good. But then it starts getting just made for TV fluff, and it's like, okay. Is that like where... They take the kids, the bad kids, and they put them in jail. Yeah, like the, uh, like but, the like the Jerry Springer episodes yeah. or something where they would bring troubled kids on and have but, that guy come out and yell at them. Exactly. <laughs> Try to scare you straight. But now it's just every every episode's the same. It's almost like um, I used to love Undercover Boss, too, but now you can just see through those cringy TV moments where yeah. it's like... Okay, okay, now the now the big CEO is going to give out cars and this and that. It's like, well, it's just like, how do you not know that you're on? You know what I mean? Like, there's a fucking camera crew. Right. There's how do you not know that? They always give you some <laughs> bullshit story, like they're doing it for marketing or or something like that. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to go home today. I don't really. Yeah, but then they'll pull you aside and they'll be like, tell me your tell me your history. Yeah, what do you think about the company? <laughs> what? Yeah, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it fucking here, man. <laughs> Fucking place blows. Boss is a dick. They don't give me any hours. They don't pay. <laughs> I'm just here. Yeah, undercover boss. But it, it is a good show. But they don't make new ones, do they? There's some good ones. I, I don't, don't know because I barely watch like cable cable anymore because our cable is on an app and I don't even use it. Mm-hmm. She watches or she'll record like some stuff on there. She watches all kinds of new. She watches like new shows. I don't really watch new shows anymore. Dude, you would love. Uh, you seem like someone because I love it. Bar Rescue. Oh, I love Bar Rescue. With John Taffer. Oh, that's that's entertainment right there. That dude is amazing. That's real though. <laughs> that that when you can see the emotion. That's why I love John Taffer, Gordon Ramsay, um, Robert Irvine when he was relative. I don't know where the hell he went to, 
but those those guys bring out real emotion out of people and yeah. you can you can tell like especially bar rescue you can tell when he's talking to an owner and that owner's never been spoken to like that they don't even know how to react yeah start getting a little lip lip quiver you're an asshole john yeah it's it's amazing i love watching that because like he doesn't always follow through on it you know like i've seen episodes where he's just been like i can't rescue this bar like it's unrescuable i love, I love that's another one <laughs> Because Facebook videos, I'll just get stuck. And they'll put like 20 minutes on of like John Taffer. John Taffer's five most heated moments of bar rescue. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're tuned into this. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, like when he gets yelling, oof. What the fuck? Because there's a, there's a couple where his <laughs> wife's in there or whatever. And he's like, I'm, I'm going in. I'm go-. You see him getting out of the car. Yeah. Go, John. Go but, ahead. But then even he's guilty of getting a little kind of outlandish because like sometimes he'll get little john to come in and consult it's yep. like okay he i don't says know just enough to get the the fire started yeah like what the hell's little john gonna consult he <laughs> usually leaves he tells you clean this clean this fucking place up and i'll be back here tomorrow slams the door okay yeah. and we're out yeah he's great i love john taffer um shark tank is kind of winning me back okay i feel like they went through like a wave of like like rawness to TV-ness, and now it's kind of getting back to rawness. Okay. But I I used to hate Mark Cuban, and now he's like my favorite guy to watch on that show. Yeah, Mark Cuban, yeah. Well, because what, Kevin's like the one everyone kind of likes. Yeah. Because he's such a fucking asshole. But Mark Cuban, at the same time, there's, there's episodes where I'm like, I, didn't, I did not see that coming from him, where he'll like fold his hands and say, I'm out. Yeah. But just to counter Kevin he'll give you that equity that you want whether it's five percent less or whatever and they're like i'll take it now because they always switch the the females out do you like the barbara old lady or the qvc young lady I like the qvc yeah <laughs> the last one i watched is it's newer to me but it was this kid from australia who started a donut shop and Ooh. he's still in high school and this donut shop that he does grossed over a million dollars in his first year Shit. so like he's got all the marketing he's got everything looks professional he goes in and they're all hitting him. I, I can't remember how much he wanted. He wanted like 250 grand for like, I think he was offering them like 20% equity or something like that. And of course, they're all like, okay, I'll give you 250,000, 65%. And it's like, uh, whoa, <laughs> you're not going to control my company. So he ends up dealing with Mark Cuban one-on-one -on -one, and the kid steps out, calls his dad, comes back inside. And he's like, uh, I'm good. I'm going to walk. And it was like, damn. Damn. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them stick to their guns, you know, because I, because like, but dude, like that, that show makes me realize how little I know in terms of, because like, it just sounds like a foreign language. Business, marketing. It's like, yeah, like you, like give me 30% uh, of liquid assets and I'm going to give you 80%. Uh, it's like, uh, let's go back. Let's go back. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> go back to you. I want smaller numbers. <laughs> give me the urban dictionary <laughs> of what you're saying. Yeah. There's been some good ones though. There's there's one that's like a like a heart more a heartwarming one. This guy is a farmer, and you know what I'm talking about. And he makes this um it's like a sprinkler kind of thing, like this big. Okay. And Josh is holding up a Budweiser beer can. And this other device kind of goes over it and around the plant to kind of really nourish the plant. It's a simple little thing. And he even says it costs him like two dollars to make. So they're like, how many of the, they're like, how many have you moved? And he's like, I don't know, like 200, 300,000. And this is like, like an uncle 
buck from the from the country. He's a he's a farmer. And they're like, what are you selling them for? And he's like, well, four dollars. And they're like, how many? How much does it cost to make? And he's like, two dollars. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm a farmer. I make these for farmers. I'm not selling them to the rich. And everyone's like, they're flabbergasted that he has human decency and he's not just out here to just make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just wanted to make money off of his thing. Yeah. And that's when I look around any object in my house i'm like what can i reinvent and take a shark tank yeah but even like a you know like any show you there's probably a crazy audition process yeah you know what i mean a crazy amount of fluff i'm sure that's not the first time they've you know they probably had to go through a producer they probably had to go through assuming it's anything like because i've auditioned for america's got talent i've auditioned for deal or no deal Yeah, because you have to audition for the producers first right quote unquote producer yeah and, and they, it's just like bullshit. They're just screening you. It's like a screen test. Yeah. How, what do you look like on TV for real? Mm-hmm. It's like a table read. Yeah. Like I remember when I auditioned for Deal or No Deal, I felt like such a, like I, like I, the moment I got to Universal where they did the audition, I was like, yeah, like I'm not getting on here because there was, <laughs> there was people coming in with like those things that you can wear on your, on your feet that are like little, little mini trampolines. What? Like they were trying to like just stick out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they were really going to outlandish levels to just stick out. Whatever it takes. Like bouncing on trampolines on their feet and shit. And I'm over here. I'm like, I'm not getting picked. Plain clothes, like yeah. yeah. It's like how sad is that? Like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm not getting picked. But it was an experience. But that's one of those. If you didn't do it, you'd be like, ah, I should have done it. Yeah. And then I got a then I got tickets to the to one of the tapings, and it was pretty cool. Which is still cool. Yeah. I was watching a highlight of uh, what's Howie Mandel on? Is he on? Is it Got Talent or? It's Got Talent. There was one guy and they they said something to him and he literally looks at Howie and he's like, "Can I give you a hug?" And Howie's like, "No, no." <laughs> and that all leads back to his little germaphobe thing. When you said he is a germaphobe and he always does a fist bump, it literally was like I could see it. Like every single episode I watched, like fist bump, fist bump, fist bump, fist bump, and it's like it all makes sense now. Yeah. But then there was that episode of America's Got Talent where a magician hypnotized him and got him to shake his hand. He's probably at home later, like washing his hand. Yeah. But like part of me is like, is this, you know, like what's going on here? Is this, was this real or did, or was this a stunt? You know, like did they have to pay Howie a little bit more? You never know. You know, like as I was watching it, I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually seeing him shake a hand. Some of those, um, the got talent people though, I've seen a couple people that like get so over and they don't know him either. So like if they give someone the golden buzzer or whatever the hell they do, they'll run down and hug all the judges. And it's like, I, th- I always think in the back of my mind, like, Oh, he's probably freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like in the middle of all the confetti falling down, you see Howie Mandel, like get off of me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I don't know. They uh, they pulled a Blue Man Group from Universal, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That sucks. <laughs> never got to see it. Never? I never saw it. Man, my friend auditioned for it. They were literally like, sorry, bud, you're too short. Because hmm. we were all on the drum line. And he was really good. He was really good. He actually auditioned for, they have, <sighs> they have drum set parts. There's people on drum sets in the background that you don't really see. Well, he, he could probably do the beat builders. 
They have like that, you know what I'm talking about? At yeah. Universal, they have like those four guys that are like at a construction site. That's like my dream job. Yeah. They, like, uh, <laughs> Epcot has, they call them the jammeters, and they walk around like custodians, but then they flip all their trash cans and stuff upside down. It's right. like stomp, basically. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, to work at Disney. Yeah. What would you want to do if you could work at any theme park? I could work at any theme park? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Click off. Burned into my brain. <laughs> if I could, uh, I'd want to, well, I mean, dude, I'd want to be like, you know, I'd want to do something in terms of, like, I don't want to sell food. I don't want to. Okay. If you had to work, let's say you had to work an attraction, any park. Yeah. I want to, um, I think it'd be really cool to be the people that like go underneath the attractions or like underneath the mummy yep. to like do, you know, engineering shit, you know? I think that'd be pretty dope. Go behind the scenes of the attractions, be like an engineer or someone that like fixes stuff, something like that. Yeah. Or like when the Rip Ride Rocket gets stuck, climb the tower, get the people off. And those guys come out of the woodwork. Yeah, like they're, they're yeah. We got stuck on a dinosaur one time and like we're sitting there and it was like right before you go in like the little toaster scene basically and it just stopped and we're sitting there all crooked and like, okay. And then you just, all you could hear was keys. Like coming from a distance, just and it's this guy with like the janitor hook of keys, opens up some flap, does something. You hear like a wrench, like and he's like, "Okay, folks, have a good ride. I'll see you in like sixty-five million years or something like that." And then walks away. And I was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, that's great. Slid in the sixty-five or is it sixty-five billion or million? Yep. Yeah, dude, I follow. I follow like. Uh, Way too many freaking theme park vloggers. I'm real, uh, I guess I'm not picky, but I just don't really give a lot of people a chance because once you I feel get like, stuck on something, I feel like once you find a vlogger you like, you're kind of, it, it's almost, to me, a good vlogger makes you feel like you're hanging out with them and you're not watching something. That's what, that's what grabbed me about Tim initially. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, they are not my favorite YouTubers because. I've watched them grow, which I'm happy for you. Do your thing. You had a kid on all that. And now it's like you get these updates about their kid. That's like, like I'm here for the theme park and the stuff like that. I yeah. I really care what Jackson's doing. Like, I'm glad you guys finally conceived and did all that. But so now I watch more like Adam, the Wu, um, paging Mr. Morrow, Michael K. Who's one of the, one of the vloggers I got, I've met him twice now. The first time I had like a 10 second window, we were walking by each other in a queue, but it was uh, the first day of Runaway Railway. Since that took the place of great movie ride, he's at the point where he's going in the theater and I'm going towards another switch pack. And it was literally like, I just screamed. I was like, Michael. And he like, look, he literally exited the queue for a second and came up and shook my hand. And I was like, that was it. And that was on my birthday. I was like, boom, Damn. done. Damn. And then we met him like for real, for real. Um, at Magic Kingdom, same same situation. He was walking by us, and then we grabbed him. And I even said, like, I met you for like twenty seconds in that line. He's like, Oh yeah, I remember you. And me and him are the same exact age. Um, the other day was his thirty first birthday. Nice. I was like, Damn, small world. <laughs> Thirty one. There was one time we were walking in Animal Kingdom, and I've I've just seen his work so much. Like, I, I don't know. He's easy to spot for me. Like, I can spot vloggers. Like, almost, they're just recognizable. We're walking right 
towards like when you go over the bridge and you can see the tree of life and everything. And I saw somebody like flick a solar umbrella up like real quick, but I couldn't see his face because his face was down. He flicks it up and starts walking. All I did was turn around and I, I looked at his his calf shape and I was like, I think that was Michael K. Later that day, he releases an Animal Kingdom video. And during that flip up, he was filming and you can see us walk right by him. <laughs> We're both wearing yellow shirts. And I was like, damn. That's very cool. And then you fraught you freeze it for like five seconds and you're like, you look, there I am. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Yeah, no, like I agree. Like a like a good vlogger kinda. But like I give a lot of people chances. So like this dude, plus I just love his production value. This dude's name is Vincent Vision. I've heard of him. You've heard of him? Mm. Yeah, he's pretty good. Like I like his I got some of their new summer food offerings. I'm very, very excited to be here, and I hope you guys are just excited as well. So welcome to the latest episode of Vincent Vision. Watch I love a good intro, bro. That's my thing. Look at that. That, that to me, and it, for it to only be a lap bar... Have you seen the seat though? It, it is just a lap bar, but you still pull a whole seat over you. Yeah, like a thing. So yeah. you still have some. I don't know. I'm gonna be a little sketched out by that. Just a, like, a barrel roll over it, water and my thought in the back of my mind, like, yeah, if this goes off the tracks, like we're all just gonna drown together. But okay. But it ain't even just like a quick barrel roll. Like you stay upside down for I think like a hundred feet of track. It says. I guess there's like a lull. Like this is the lull of the coaster because I think there's six or something launches or something like that. <laughs> it goes like 72 miles an hour. Like I'm I'm ready for this. As of like a couple of days ago, there is no more temperature check here at Universal. Oh, nice. And you can see it makes a world's of difference. Disney's next. We've got, right? Single rider. Like, it blows my mind. Like, he's already ridden it. You know what I mean? Still just as good as... Still just as good. <laughs> yeah, I got to get there. That's going to be a good one. Like, I, like I, like I personally took June 10th off because that's when it opens, technically. But I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, just happen to be there one day. And they're doing, like, technical rehearsals. And I mean, they did it the other day. Yeah. I don't know if it's every day, but are you going to like camp out and go early? No, nah, no. Nah. Well, nah. on June 10th, yes. If I don't make it before then. That's going to probably be us in Tron. I'll probably, that might be the year I, even if it's just for the night or maybe two nights, get a room at the Contemporary mm -hmm. and you can walk to Magic Kingdom from there. I'll, I don't know. That's, I, I have high hopes for this one. Yeah. Because that one, I was so disappointed because it was in Shanghai. And watching the videos, I was like, man, this looks like so much fun. I'm never going to be able to go on it, though, because let's face it, probably never going to China. So, Are there Velocicoaster POVs? There is. Wow. I don't know how, but there, there's there's there, somebody always gets it. I guess let's do this one. Who are you?
got to have it on a head strike. All right, here we go, you guys. Velociraptor. It's me, uh, Chasing Dreams with Mike, and Nick, the Zoso 3. Thank you, Nick, for getting me on this. Right. We're here, front row. Anytime. Let's do it, man. That's an easy way to get banned, though, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go, dude. It's got to be on his head. They're not saying anything, going. I'm ready. First time. You ready? Yep. I'm going handless, though, dude. I'm going to tell you. I can't do that. What is this background music? <laughs> All right, here we go, you guys. I'm going to switch to I'm doing a... I'm like, we're out in the open, man. It's weird, right? Yeah. Oh, I see the launch. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Things ripping. Here's the launch right here. Top hat. Oh yeah. pretty slick <laughs> see but the, but the thing i the thing i love about hagrid's is how long it is yeah same. you know what i mean that's a lengthy roller coaster they, i hate they, when a good roller coaster is quick rock and roller coaster yeah and we're back yep it's over <laughs> hagrid's though yeah, i agree i because you almost like if you go on enough rides you're like okay this is probably the end and then you just keeps going you're like this is excellent it's almost like a water slide where you're like no not yet not yet not yet yep like crack has got a good length to it too Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that one blew my mind because that's got, like, little things that – because we were watching, and it's just, like, it, it'll dip, and then it'll go up. It's got those rollers or whatever. Those rollers that, like, expedite you. Because we went on the – I don't think they did it first, but um, Typhoon Lagoon in, like, Central Florida, they had the first water coaster. It's uh, – oh, well, I don't remember the name. But anyway, <laughs> same kind of thing except – there's compared to Krakatoa is like a kitty one. It, you only get like, it's more of like you go down and you, you pretty much work your way down. It sends you a little bit up, but then you go farther down then a little bit up and then you're pretty much done. It's probably like a 60 second kind of slide. Gotcha. Krakatoa <laughs> down, up, down, up, uh, the long, the long ones that take you all the way back up. Yep. Yeah. That was the photo I bought cause I wanted to commemorate that day and that, 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 that was the photo I bought where you, you do that final drop and they take your picture. My only complaint is they, I 
I saw them trying. They were putting the little sprinklers out to keep the ground wet so you're not burning your feet all day. Yeah. But there's not enough. Oh, there ain't enough for you? Nah. Uh. We went, though, like, what time did we get there? We got there in the morning, and we were kind of just, like, we were going to, like, do right, because it was me and her. We were meeting her her sister, her sister's best friend, and her mom. We were all going to do stuff as, like, a little unit for a couple hours within, I'm not even exaggerating, like, 15 minutes. Everybody got split up. And it was like, okay, so now we're walking around for an hour. You ever try to find somebody at a theme park or a water park? Like, this is ridiculous. We're looking at, like, the lines going up. Like, everybody on the stairs, like, is that them? Yeah. That might be them up there. Like, but that was a nice waste of time. So by the time we started actually getting into the, like, lines that we have, like, after we do our little our little touch and then go do something else, now it's, like, blistering. It's, like, 1230, 2 in the afternoon, and yeah. the ground is, like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 and I went. Well, I did it purposely because I have a like I had a bad farmer's tan when I went, and I purposely didn't wear sunscreen. Yep. To you know, kind of try to even it out. But man, that was that was a painful few days afterwards because I got burned. Oh yeah, you looked it in the picture. I got burned sitting in. Yeah, I don't usually burn days like that. That'll get me. But I don't ever. Normally, you don't wear sunscreen. I don't. I don't do it. I know it's like extremely unhealthy nowadays. But like, I I never have either. This is my thing. Human beings have been around a long time, and there wasn't sunscreen before. <laughs> yes, maybe they did get cancer, but maybe some of us have a skin that can take the heat to a point. I mean, everybody everybody will get burned eventually, but it takes it takes a a, a lot for me to get burnt, like to the point where I'm like, I have sunburn. Yeah. I, I really don't peel. If I turn red, the next day I'll turn kind of back to my little olive, like olive tone. Okay. So. Yeah, dude, same with Haley, man. Like, because neither of us wore sunscreen. I got, like, my the, all my back peeled. Fried. Fried. Nothing on her. The one time that happened to me, we went to the Springs. That was a, it's on the complete other coast of Florida. If you get out on this main road 40 uh-huh. and you just drive west until you can't anymore, you'll eventually hit another road. You like take a left and there's a, it's called Rainbow Springs and it's a four hour float. You take rafts and whatever and you just float down this river for four hours. And I'm sitting there like, it's not going to literally take four hours. Like, let's be real. That's like, that's like saying like, that's like your, how fast do you drive kind of thing? That's what I'm thinking. Like if you're swimming, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a four hour float and it changes. You go from like a typical like spring park there's like water you can swim in and the water's cold as shit there's picnic tables and barbecue areas but once you start you go through this like neighborhood and eventually you end up in like you're going through farms there's places you can stop with rope swings but i got fried Damn. i was i was in the car and i went like this to scratch my shoulder and i had these like beads they were like blisters like i could wipe i could wipe blisters away like that and my hand was like soaked i was like what just happened to me now my skin's raw. I'm like, oh, third, first degree burn, second degree burn. <laughs> yeah, man, the sun is. Whew. It'll get you. It will get you. Yeah, see, I just figured, you know, uh, I'm never in the sun. Like, I don't do beach days. You know, I hate the beach. I don't. So I figured, eh, fuck it. One day is not gonna hurt. <laughs> now, if I go back, I'm definitely wearing sunscreen. Just because I don't want to feel that. Like, I forgot how bad a sunburn yeah. pain feels. If you're going to be in the sun all day, 
that's when I, that's when I put it. I put it on my shoulders and like the back of my neck, and that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, my, everything else is pretty much fine. I got kind of roasted when we went uh, snorkeling on the on the cruise because mm-hmm. like we went at it was probably like eleven a.m which I didn't think about the heat index kind of and like where the sun is and all that stuff. Yeah. What is it? 10 to four. Yeah. Is the worst. Uh, that's the, the rays coming down on cooking you basically. Yeah. But cause you're on your belly the whole time. Like we're wearing life preservers, but you're on your belly kind of just swimming along. Got fried. <sighs> that wore us out though. They should, they need to tell you like, if you want to see anything cool, you're going to swim about two miles right now. I towed her in. I was like, doing my kick push with the fins and then I grabbed the long strap on her life vest and was just towing her behind me. Damn. It was exhausting. It was yeah, fun. Dude, snorkeling. That's that's definitely on a on a on a bucket list. Scuba diving too. To a point. I don't know. That might be a one and done for me. Scuba diving? Yeah. Snorkeling's cool though. Cause that's just based on your breath. Yeah. Right? You just swim. Like how much you can hold your breath. But um You got a good breath capacity? Yeah, probably not as good as it used to be, but because I don't swim like that, but I I can't. I'm a good swimmer. I know that. I know how to swim too from doing like lifeguard courses and stuff before. Like I know I literally know how to swim, how to actually shape your hand to break water and stuff, and not just flail around like an idiot. But Disney gives you it's mandatory. You have to wear their neon life preserver in case you sink. They can come get your corpse. Because you can still go out there. You have to blow it up. It has like a little tube right here, and you just blow into it. It's like right on your collar. But when you're out there, you can push it down and deflate your vest. So people deflate their vest so they can actually go down underwater. And I'm like, you guys are crazy because you can't blow it back up in the water. Damn. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's it's wild when people tell you they don't know how to swim. That's scary. My, <laughs> mom, my mom can't swim. And I'm like, how can you not, how can swim? You not swim? Like, How is that? It's like instinct. Like, what? Well, I just think of it as like, well, maybe you can't float on top, but you do know how to go underwater and float and like swim horizontally or, or, or vertically, right? Kick or wait, no, horizontally. Like just kick your feet. You'll get it. I promise. Yeah. Just go go under and swim horizontally. Just do that. Now, now when you need to breathe, come back. And then come back up. <laughs> Some people, I don't know. But like, I think it's the thing of floating in place that freaks people out. People don't know how to float in Treading place. Water. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little endurance. I hate the beach, but if I'm on vacation somewhere else, all right, I'll then, go to the beach for a little while. You fuck with the beach. Stay out, get in a <laughs> hammock. Why not? Yeah. Well, it's all, for me, it's all based on what the water looks like. Like if the water looks yeah. like, you know, garbage brown, you can't see through it. Ugh, that's true. I stay away from it. But if it's kind of cl- like clear, see through. Yeah. See your feet. That's hot. <laughs> they, Daytona, you're like swimming in like muck. It's like, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, this is great. <laughs> cool. Can't wait to take this home with me. Oh, I think I just stepped on a beer bottle. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yep. I saw this video earlier. This uh, guy on a the stand up paddleboard things, and he's somewhere. I don't know where. Some kind of island somewhere. He's definitely a tourist, and a killer whale just shows up right next to him, and he's getting all sideways nudges the board i was like there would be in that moment i'd die like that of oh my god (laughs) and it's huge it's you're there's no it's not sea world anymore there's nothing to protect you you're in the whale's house and the whale gets up like behind him and kind of puts his face almost on the board and he's screaming and he like swings at it with his paddle and then it just it just 
docile. He just swims away. Like, all right, I'm done with you. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Have you been to SeaWorld lately? Not since. We went, like, it was a while ago now. It was cool, but we that was one of those days. It was so hot. Like, we just got burnt out. It was, like, time to go. Yeah. Like, I went to Bush Gardens recently, like, a couple couple weeks ago. And I don't know. It's just I feel like. I feel like those are the kind of discounted kind of cheaper parks, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause like I, I got off one of the rides and I was like, yeah, that was intense, but where's the theming? Where's exactly. the story? Where's the, you know what I mean? It's just a bunch of turns and twists and then yeah. you get off. It's like store bought. Here it is. That's what I'm saying. Set it up. Done. I'm spoiled with like the, the theming, the animatronics, the sounds, the, you know, that's how we pretty much what we said about SeaWorld. Like SeaWorld was cool. I haven't been there in, I don't even know how long, so it was cool to see everything. But then we also realized, like, like getting on Manta and Mako, it was like, wow, these are, like, real roller coasters. Like, we bought the unlimited ride fast pass thing. Like, you can just ride as much as you want. I think it was, like, $30. So it was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. We only did them once because it was like, oh, I'm not doing that, like, two times in a row. Yeah. Throw up. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, especially, uh, what is it, uh, Manta, the one where you're, like, flying? Yep. That's crazy. What's that? That's the tip I was looking for. <laughs> Ooh. Very nice. But we, um, same thing. Like, we're walking around, and it was like, gave us a new appreciation for all the theming that Disney and Universal has. Like, oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, the, it's crazy. The most themed thing SeaWorld has was Sesame Street, and it was like, I want, <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Thank you. Um. It is crazy. It's it's just a yeah. It, it, it's night and day kind of when it comes to theme parks. You it know was, what I mean? It was fun to do, but I'm like in no rush to go back there. I could, I'd like the only reason we went. I got free tickets. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't have an annual pass. No, I wouldn't. The um in 2008, me and like it was like the drumline I was on. There was like five or six of us in like this little uh, Chevy Cavalier, drove all the way to Tampa. And they had buy a day, come back all year. So that was the plan for all of us. And it was only like $75 for a Florida resident. So we all bought them and we went that day and that was it. Been in Bush Gardens like twice in my life. You do that in the mic? Oh, okay. But I thought I was going to make the sound. Uh, I forgot to turn them on. (laughs) (laughs) We need some batteries. What is that, a BB-8? BB-8. BB-8 bottle opener. BB hungry? Nah, BB-8. <laughs> BB drank. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Tiffany got me that, for, I think, for my birthday. She got me for something. It might have been Valentine's Day. might have been Christmas. Christmas. What are you guys coming up on? How many, uh, how many years? Four? July. Coming up on four? Fourth. Well, what year is it? Twenty twenty one. This will be year five. Five. July fourth. So there you go for everyone listening. If uh, you know, if 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 you're trying to follow suit by year five, you need to own a home. (laughs) This whole thing happened out of nowhere, dude. But like, I'm like, do you ever like think back, like when you're like just chilling by yourself? Maybe like you're on the couch, you've had a couple beers, just relaxing. You ever think about like the like the journey? Five years. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Now I'm now I'm on my own with my girl and we own a house. Cause we never really 
we had goals to get a house someday and yeah. we just started looking into more and more things and it was almost like buying a car you eventually get in so far that you just start saying yes to whatever so that's what we did and we tried to do like a um it was called an assisted down payment mm-hmm. kind of loan thing and the whole thing just fell apart right in front of us um so that didn't work did this happen quicker than you like anticipated did you think at your age you'd have a a place of your own that you actually own yeah it happened quicker because before meeting her i didn't i didn't have those goals I, I wanted to just pay off my car that was that was like the long-term <laughs> goal like no car payment anymore yeah and then i don't know that the uh the apartment situation just definitely wasn't working anymore and that's when we just started saving 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 and then my nissan went that <laughs> that transmission i don't wish that upon anybody those are some dark days. So yeah, that robbed my bank account. But getting this house that we're in now, this this was a ride because we ride. saw the the first house we ever saw. It looked okay online, and then we got there, and it was like, no, can't live here. This is not going to work. Then the next two houses literally got swept from under us. Like we were like, yeah, this will work, this will work, and then all these people moving down to Florida. They have cash. They have sold their house up in like New York or something that would go down here for like, I don't know, 250 grand. But they're selling the same house up north and they get 500, 600,000 for it. Then they come down here, buy another house, cash done. Meanwhile, we're trying to like negotiate and make deals. And so we're just having people come in and just buy houses right right out from under us. Mm -hmm. This one we got lucky because once you get a realtor, they start networking for you. They start asking other realtors and brokers and everybody they know in their little community of making sales. You, what do you got? What do you got? I need Ormond Beach. I need a three bedroom. And that's what we were looking for. And this guy found this house for our realtor. This house didn't even get listed. As soon as we got the, we'd like took a tour of it, ran some numbers and it was like, we'll take it. So this house never even saw a listing online. Nice. So it was like, we bought it like behind closed doors, basically. That's great. Very, uh, very cozy. I'll tell you right now, though, it's not fun. Not li- not living here, but the, the, the process. process. The process of buying yeah. a house is zero, zero fun. Yeah. Until until you're given the keys, zero fun. Yeah, I, I don't think there's, well, there probably is, but uh, there, I was going to say that I don't think there's a YouTube channel that vlogs buying houses. <laughs> Good luck making that fun. You you can't. If, if you can really hide your frustrations or if you just have unlimited funds, then yeah, I'm sure it is fun. Yeah. But when they're like, we need this, we need this, we need this, send us this. I need bank statements from the past like three months. And then you send them the statements and then they're like, no, 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 no. I need bank statements printed out with the URL still on the page. It's like, how the, what the, what the hell do you, what do you people want from me? Like, why, <laughs> like, why don't I just give you my phone and you can just look through and just. Yeah. Can I send you screenshots? No, screenshots aren't acceptable. Got to print it. It's like one thing after the other. Wow, screenshots! You can't do screenshots. No, nope. got to print it, print it, <laughs> scan it, fax it. Old school. Screenshots can't be accepted. That's funny. I guess because well, I don't know. Maybe there's a way to forge it somehow. I don't know. They, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nowadays, even I mean, even before then, Photoshop. I don't know. I, I, I know if I were, when the day comes, I'm going to, maybe I'll be more educated by them, but I don't know any of this stuff. Like it just boggles my mind. That's what I would tell you to do. I started watching a, 
it just it just happened to happen. The the same um, Disney podcast that I love, they um, branched out and started a realty podcast. So if you're, it's called Moving to Orlando, and if you're, it's it's targeted at people that want to move down here and live close to Disney Universal and the attractions and stuff like that. Yeah, and they show you the outs outskirts of Orlando where the good neighborhoods are. <laughs> And they'll even show you on the map how far. Okay, you're you're literally ten minutes from Magic Kingdom. You get in you get in a car, drive down one road, take a right, you're there. Boom. But they do home tours. They do um, like in studio conversations, just giving you the rundown of what to expect and what what could happen, how much your down payment might need to be, and blah blah blah. But it was a lot, so I went into this somewhat educated. But if you don't have a realtor, like we would have been screwed without a realtor. They did a lot of stuff. Well, how do you? You can't do it without a realtor, right? You can. You oh, you can. You can go in there and and just do it like, yourself. Like if somebody has a a house for sale that says for sale by owner, they're they are not going to deal with a realtor at all. Like they're not being because the realtor is like your middleman. Like uh-huh. you never interact with the seller. The realtor represents the seller and the buyer. And has to find that medium ground so that they still make the sale, but they they get us a purchase at what we want. Okay. And then they make their commission. But they do little things like when we got our inspection, there's two big beams out there that were loose. And they're like, Yeah, this this isn't this is coming up out of code or whatever, whatever. And we're like, Well, how much is that gonna be? And they just paid for it. They're like, No, nah, we got it, don't worry about it. Huh. And then there were like a couple other little fees and stuff like when I say fees, like you're talking like twelve, fifteen hundred dollars, and for us, that was like, no, that's we're not gonna have that for like another month or two. We can't pay that, and it just disappeared. <laughs> they just did whatever they had to do to to make it work. Because we got this house, we said, because you you put your down payment down, but even after your down payment, you're gonna have closing costs, and it's like typically another three thousand um, dollars. It just depends on how much your down payment is. But we wanted the seller to pay our closing costs. So that comes off of basically her total sale price. So if somebody wants two hundred and thirty grand for their house, but you want to buy it at two twenty five, but you want them to pay your closing costs, so then it'll they're the five thousand. Exactly. It'll come out it'll come out of their listing price or whatever whatever you've agreed on, it's just gonna come out of that. They're not gonna notice it, okay. basically. So that worked out for us because most sellers are like, no, we're not doing that because now the market, everyone's just buying houses. Huh. I couldn't imagine checking my bank statement. I'm like, yep, all right, cool. Got 400 grand. <laughs> Buy this house real quick. Go yeah. to a, go to Aruba. Yeah, dude. I just can't imagine having money on top of money on top of money. You know what I mean? It's like like like, like this is something that if I had this, like I would be totally happy. Yeah, you this know what is I mean? exactly what we need. Yeah. It's not in the condition. It's not, but that's good because it gives you it's something a good to skeleton. Yeah, it, it it gives you something to consistently try to improve and exactly. work on. Like the kitchen's the worst part, but one of these days, which is big for you because well, you're a you're kind of a grilly guy. Like you love grilling. Yeah, but you're definitely a a cook. You see me do both. Yeah, you're definitely a cook. So a kitchen is definitely uh but dude, you had a small kitchen in that apartment. So, I mean, that was hell. That was small. That dude. was hell. 
this kitchen's pretty good. It's got good counter space, but we're going to buy an island too eventually. So, oh, all right. And I love that this came. I remember oh, that. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was missing that. I've had that for a while now. That was, that's for, such a good buy, bro. That was like 50 bucks for everyone. For, it's, it's basically a painting. Is that a painting? It's a canvas. But that's like a, is that a, like, what is that? Is that a real photo? Uh, or is that a painting? I guess it's like screen printed. You can touch it. It's like a, like feel the material. It's it's literally a, a canvas. But the actual image itself, is that a real photo taken image or is that an artist drawing? Uh, I don't know. Actually. You don't know? It looks like it could go either way. So it's basically like a... It's a know. realism painting, it kind of looks like. Yeah. It's basically like one of those uh, string drawbridges leading to a tree is what it looks like. It's really nice. Just reminds me of the Jungle Book or like um, at Magic Kingdom, like Adventureland. Or even um, when you're on the safari at Animal Kingdom, there's th those bridges going above um, the alligator pit. Yeah. But I love how rickety it looks. It just looks like <laughs> choose your fate and the fog aspect. Yeah, keep going or turn around. Yeah. Yep. These are your options. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But that thing, you buy the, the canvas in the middle and then you buy the frame separately and it was like 50 bucks for both. And that was from Ikea. Shout out to Ikea. That was the only time I went there. I was like, I'm buying something. And that was like on the way out. I was like, well, okay, boom, perfect. Have you ever been to, what the fuck is it called? The the Cast Connection store for Disney? Not Cast Connection because you have to know, you have to know somebody. You have to know a cast member or you have to have been a cast member or be a cast member to go there. See, you should go with Phil one day because he has he knows a mutual friend of He's mine, Mason. His okay. name is Mason, who is a security guard at Animal Kingdom, and he got us in. And I and like I felt totally out of place in there, but <laughs> I kept thinking of you and yep. Tiffany. I was like, you guys would eat this shit up. That and there's a place I really liked. It's in Lakeland, and it's if you're on. You vlogged about it, right? Yeah, yeah. That place has a lot of good stuff. Some of it's like way overpriced for like. For scratched and dented, like, old Disney balcony chairs, like, they shouldn't be $150 each. Like, sh I'm looking for, like, garage sale prices here, folks. But they have literally legit stuff that's been all around property. I, like, I bought my mom two. Uh, I bought us a couple, too. They're, they're little Christmas balls. They're completely plastic. Like, you could push on it and put, like, a thumbprint in it. Uh -huh. But they have hung on the tree at Magic Kingdom. So it's just a little token yeah. To be like, ha. It's almost like a film prop that was in a movie. It's like you wait for that one day for someone to be like, I like that purple ornament. Oh, you do? That used to be at Magic Kingdom. That was hanging on the tree. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Taking a piece of the park with you. Right. We still got to go. Uh, me, you, and Phil got to go back to that comic shop we found. Cause yes. I definitely want to go there. There's so much that I wanted, but their prices are their prices are garbage. Like every every single thing I picked up was just just overpriced, and it's like I'm not. Nope, not today, not today. Because <laughs> everything I wanted would it would be like, oh, this will look good in this corner, or it'll be like a statue of something or some something I really wanted, and it's like way overpriced. Then towards the end, I found um, these Power Rangers I had as a kid, and they were still in the boxes, and I was like, oh, and they're like fifty five dollars each. I was like, okay, guys, come come on. I'm sure you can haggle a little bit, but I wasn't even in the mood that day. Yeah. 
physical comic shops still blow my mind that they exist because that's like the video stores you know they're totally gone well except for like fye and shit but yeah they're hanging in there they're definitely hanging it's not like it used to be though that uh there's a hibachi place near us that uh closed sakura closed is it over gone that sucks done COVID, the, the, covid killed it right before we moved um we tried to go there and it was like yeah we're open tuesdays from like i think it was like noon to six or something like that and that's it and i was yep. like well that's not a good sign they went under and then we tried to go to Takea uh with my parents one night down here when we were still living in palm coast that's that's right by like by the movie theater movie right theater, yep. that's a good one i like that one we stood in the like where the host is for an hour and we watched the place get full of wall-to-wall people to the point where i'm looking around like she doesn't know who to sit she has no idea who's been here who hasn't been here so we walked back up to her and we're like she told us the wait would be 30 minutes to 45 minutes we said okay cool no problem we all went to the bar got a little drink okay now we'll wait so we go back up to her after about an hour and she's like yeah it's probably going to be an hour wait you just told us that an hour ago. She's like, we're just really understaffed tonight. Okay, that's great. That's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. We're done here. Goodbye. Yeah. So we went to Hooligans. Ooh, Hooligans. Yeah, man. I can always have hibachi. I love hibachi. <sighs> I really liked Sakura. Then that sucked. That place was cool. That sucks, right? It's a little old, but it was, I liked it. Yeah. Somebody will buy it. I hope. Well, I think right now it's like some makeshift Tokyo place because I called the number. Yeah. And they answered like Tokyo, Tokyo something. And I was like, all right, you're not sick. And I hung up because I went on Google to like see because Haley wanted to go. She had never been. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And it said permanently closed. I was like, what? That sucks. <laughs> That's a good night out, though. I I, we, I love doing that. Yeah. Get a little spread. Have a couple of drinks. Eat some sush. Dude, my new addiction lately, I got to stop. I really got to stop buying this, this, this Publix uh, shrimp tempura sushi. I walk by and I'll literally get like five steps away. And I'm like, okay, I did it. And then I just subconsciously U-turn and there I am putting it in the cart. I'm like, what is it? It's sushi. Oh, it's sushi. Yeah. But it's really I good. Stop. I can't stop. Huh. I don't eat a lot of sushi. It's cooked. It's fried shrimp basically and rice with cucumber okay. and some soy sauce on it. And huh. I'm good to go. And there's like some like crunchy stuff on top. I don't I don't know what it is, but I taste good, so I'm not gonna ask because they're gonna be like, yeah, that's uh, eel eggs. Oh, okay, that's great. Huh. Yeah, man. I don't know. We gotta do that again one night. Yeah, for sure. Hibachi. Hibachi. It just sucks now. You guys fucking live a drive away now because you were right up the road from me. Yeah. <laughs> a little a little scoot away. I love being back down here, though. I, I hate Palm Coast. <laughs> hate it. There were some days I'd get up and like get dressed, and I'm like, "Where are you going? Like, what are you even going to go do right now?" Nothing. Oh, Q note. What that? Walk around <laughs> Home Depot for thirty minutes. Like, there's just nothing to do. Go yeah. to Kohl's. Go to Kohl's. Or Target. Ooh, Target or tar- Target. Target. Club T. Target. Yeah, Q note though. When that closes, I'll be real sad. Are they closing? I'm just saying when. That seems like a well-funded place. It's a great place. Yeah. Uh, they're expanding the kitchen. That's good. Yeah. Still haven't eaten there. Yeah. Should have ate last time. What was last time? Like, why were we there? Um, 
we had like gone to I forget. That was the first time we me, you, Phil, and Tiffany went to Brass Tap. The second time, I barely remember that night. <laughs> that night. That was when you just pulled up in the Mustang, like, yep, here I am. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you just kept going off. You were like, you got a Mustang. I remember some of that. <laughs> I remember and sitting in it. And I think because you guys were kind of upset that the, the house you were looking at had been bought. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yep. And so you needed like a an escape. It was like the day after we put the offer in. Yeah, that's why. That's why we were Or there. no, no, no. That was the third one. This one was, um, it was brand new. It was built literally last year. Nobody lived in it. Modern. Stainless steel, wall-to-wall, everything. Perfect. Chef kiss. Let's do it. We got all dressed to go to the showing. And as, like, literally I'm putting my keys, like, on my belt loop. Like, all right, let's go do this. We get the text from the realtor that it just got sold. And she found that out. She lives in uh, St. Augustine. Or no, she lives in Jacksonville. So she was on her way here and got notified. Like, yep, yeah, it just sold. <sighs> like, it, it was. they were going that quick. But, you know, like, because I remember saying, because uh, I, like, because you were holding it pretty well. Like, you were holding it together pretty well. And I don't know if that was because you were, like, you're just good at that or you were, because you were really hammering the Mustang thing. And, and I was trying to listen to Tiffany, who was a little <laughs> more kind of emotional about the whole thing. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. and Because you know, this shit... Now you're here. I always... I measure out if it's something... Do do I even... Did I ever have control over this at all? Is it even my fault that this happened? Or is it just how it is? That's how you'll get emotional? Like, that's how you... If I can accept, like, no, that's just how it is. You like, don't get emotional. Like, with that house. Like, somebody came in. It was like, I have a talk with myself. Like... You don't have the money to buy this house, right? No, we were going to pay it off. Right. Somebody came in and bought it. What would you do as a seller? You want that cash. Boom. Done. It's out of, it was out of the equation. Yeah. So you're not going to get I'm emotional. I'm not going to get it. worked up about it. I had my own like deadlines and stuff, and we moved out way before. Our, our deadline was uh, in July, so we're still ahead of the game. The only... Wait, deadline of what? Move out? To be into a house was july oh that's one yep. okay gotcha 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 because that would have been like a little over a year staying with my parents saving yeah but our situation was our price cutoff was we couldn't we we couldn't go over two hundred and thirty thousand. but at the same time you can't if that's your approved limit you can't get a house at two hundred and thirty thousand because there's going to be thousands of more of extra fees at the end like the closing costs and all that stuff i was telling you about yeah so we had to find room to to wiggle and negotiate and still get ourselves a deal so and the options in that price range they get they just it's like they get listed they get bought they get listed they get bought like some of them same day some of them the next day every time we saw a place that we were like that might be the one it was like i would already accept that that place is probably gone so this one not getting listed, that somebody would have bought this in a heartbeat. Even our realtor was like, if you guys don't buy this place, I'm just gonna buy it and flip it. So huh. and where it is, this is exactly where we were trying to be. Literally in this specific neighborhood was the goal. So nice. It worked. Hell yeah, bro. Hell the fuck yeah. So uh before we wrap up here, what's going on with mouse tracks? So 
the hiatus is ending. Um, and it's crazy because they say like when I don't I don't know what they say actually I say when you stop kind of paying attention to something like so tunnel vision and just kind of let shit be then it will be because when we first started doing YouTube I wanted it to grow I wanted I wanted to share this I wanted to be out there and we I'll never forget the the number the specific number 18 I'm telling you for almost a year we had 18 subscribers one eight every day I'm checking it checking it upload up upload a new video like okay this one's gonna get views and it'd be like 29 tanked done two weeks later that same video would have like 31 views and it's like what the hell like how do you do that how do you get how 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 does one get people to watch their stuff you have to market it you have to put it every single place that you can without kind of being obnoxious about it like going on other people's channels and leaving your url and shit like that that's stupid so i needed to first find a way to organically grow this thing okay since people aren't responding on my personal facebook page why don't i make this channel its own page that was step one and then i grew that by making memes or just posting memes just disney memes now that page and i don't know how much traffic from that page went to our channel but that page alone has almost three thousand people on it and now our channel as of right now is at 309 subscribers not just because of that but i also use like reddit and just word of mouth like yeah, when yeah. i meet new people anywhere and they're like so what do you do and it's like well we go to disney a lot and i hate when people say like well why do you do that what what do you do why do you go to the gun range like why do you we, that's what we do yeah and then one thing leads to another i'm like well we have a youtube channel and they're like what oh blah 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 and the people that watch it they they then you get to actually see what i'm actually talking about i hate talking about it. i'd rather just show you my channel like go check it out but that went on the hiatus since I couldn't tell you the last time I uploaded and it was like, I've been hoarding these vlogs and just kind of focusing on moving and getting the house and all this stuff. Yeah. But I have two vlogs left still of our last trip. And I kind of stopped uploading. Cause I was like, one, I don't have to Two, If I'm not in the mindset to do it, then it's not going to come out. It, it transfers across. If you try to just whip something together with anything in life, then it just doesn't come out authentic. It comes out like shit. So I just didn't do it. So I have two more of our last vacation vlogs to upload, and then we'll start making fresh content again. New ones. But as long as I haven't uploaded, it's been like, I don't know, probably four or five months now, our subscribers are still going up. So I have people watching our older videos yeah. that are still subscribing. And it's like, where now I don't know where they're coming from because I'm not marketing anymore. I'm not putting our stuff out there. So hopefully people come join the party soon. Yeah. Cause we're gonna we're gonna start doing a lot more stuff again. Definitely want to go on a cruise. I don't know when. See, I f I find the whole vlogging thing to be very very interesting because I'm somebody who I would find it difficult to vlog because you really like I I would want to just enjoy the yep the day. You know what I mean? But it, it takes a balance. But if you can start doing it uh, like fluidly. Because the first step was I came home one day and just told her, I was like, hey, we're going to start a YouTube channel. And it's kind of going to be like I got her watching Tim and Jen. I said, it's kind of 
going to be like Tim and Jen, but it's going to be us instead. And at first it was kind of like, whatever. But now even, even recently, like we'll be walking, when we're walking into the park, she'll usually ask me like, are you doing a vlog today? And now she's on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can find that balance to where it's like, cause we don't fake it either. I'm never going to sit there and like try to put together like these, like, cringy videos like hey everybody blah, blah. like I, that's just not what we're here to do it's literally to show you what we're doing and when we're done we're done i mean sometimes that's why i love our style of like not continuous 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 vlogging it'll be like clips of like you know what i mean like okay now we're out to lunch and i'll check in with you at the park and then we'll do this i'll get like on ride footage but at the same time i'm doing enough to get footage to re for us to reminisce on this trip, but enough to still be in the moment and not looking through the screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the tricky part, though. That's the tricky part. So. Well. It is fun, though. <laughs> it, it, I, it's um, vlogging for me is the thrill of creative effort. When you finally, because when we first started doing this, I would I would start filming something or like my big thing is like the intros i love having a good intro i love getting just b-roll and then finding a song that for me matches the b-roll like it fits the theme and at first i would i would do like almost a whole vlog and i the whole time i'm doing it i'm like this is stupid no nah, i was dumb and like i'd start like just deleting stuff that i already shot or like then I, then i just lost all that b-roll that i was working for and then it really set in on our Polynesian vacation. I had an I, I had a vision for what I wanted the intro to look like. I filmed everything how I wanted to film, panning, doing this. I found the song that I wanted. And when I put it all together, I was like, this, okay. You have to have some kind of faith in yourself. Like, I don't think anybody likes the sound of their own voice or to look at themselves in selfie mode on a camera speaking to yourself. Like, it feels out of place at first, but if you can have some little, little faith, little trust in your own little pixie dust, it always turns out at the end. Like the, the, the creativity is there. If you trust it, if you doubt yourself the whole time you're doing it, then that's what comes across in the vlog. You just come off as somebody that's doubting yourself. Like I hate when I'm watching a podcast and somebody, if it's a round table discussion and everybody gets an opinion, I hate when somebody at the table who might not be as dominant as the host because he's been here for so long. But if you're at the table, you're at the table. So say your opinion, but don't say your opinion and then say, like, don't be like, well, I mean, Bud Budweiser's good, but it, I mean, it's not my favorite. And then don't follow that up by saying, but I don't know. I mean, or like, but, but, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, what, what's the point? Just say it. Just say, no, nah, Budweiser's not my favorite. That's yeah. the statement you wanted. Don't say, but I don't know because you're, that means you're looking around at everybody else looking at you like, oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. Speak the truth. Speak your truth. Damn it. I think that's a good way to end. Speak your truth. Yeah. I mean, just do it. I mean. <laughs> okay, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> do it. I mean, it was like watching you like <laughs> propel this thing. Like you had to just, you find that inner voice and then your inner voice becomes your outer voice. And it's like, you're, you're just doing it one day. Yeah. The first vlog I ever tried to make was uh, right before we met. I was walking around Magic Kingdom with a DSLR shooting 1080p, and I would hold the camera up, I would press record, and then all of a sudden I could hear all the other voices around me, and I'd be like, 
So I'm walking around Magic Kingdom right now. And like, so now I, now I don't want people to hear me. But now, if we're in the middle of vlogging right down Main Street, I don't care. Chances are, if anything, ask me who I am or what, what, what my channel is. Like, it's just going to help you even grow. Because people, yeah. people nowadays know vloggers or what you're they know what you're doing if you're talking to your phone like any other pure person does in the world people know what you're doing yeah if you're not on facetime they know you're recording something and now i have a uh a gimbal too the gimbal yep it's not really a gimbal it's a um it's the gorilla pod okay but, but it's something to stabilize it's a stabilizer yeah it's a yeah. start a little tripod and then get like the microphone that I faces can, yeah i can faces um, you. i can set it up in front of me and eat food right in front of the camera like all vloggers do i love yeah. watching people eat yeah, I actually don't. Oh, you don't? I really don't like. You don't people, like watching I, Tim. I, I just don't. Sample shit. I don't like hearing like, like it's, it's like. <laughs> just try it and let me know how it is. I don't need to watch you actually enjoy it. And Jen's really bad at that. She talks with her mouth full, and I can't stand it. Can't stand it. Cannot stand it. She's always like chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah, this is really good. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> that's funny. We all got our little nitpicks. Ordinary people. Well, hey, we almost hit two hours. Fuck yeah. This shit always flies by. Like The beer helps. That, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I feel like our conversations usually go fluidly. So if Eddie ever approaches any of you people and says, do you want to be on the podcast? We're just talking. Just get on the damn podcast. Yeah, we're just chilling. It's an experience, too. Once you get these headphones in. You hear yourself. You got the board out. <laughs> I love listening back. I'll, I've listened to like all of ours and like you and Phil, you and um, your buddy Boyd. Yeah. Like I've listened to a bunch of them like three or four times because it'll take me like if when I was driving to work in Palm Coast, it's only like 15 minute ride. Yeah. So that one podcast will last me like four or five days. Yeah. Sometimes I'll pull in the driveway and just let it ride. Like I'll just go in after oh, this. Did you? Uh... <laughs> Dude, the, the, like, I don't know why. I don't know what we were on. It was it was just some kind of weird thing. But the last one Phil and I did, we were like, I don't know, dude. We got like to talking about kicking midgets and shit. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty offensive. Anything's it, possible. It was weird. Well, I was I was dying laughing at. I think it was the one we did at your house. Me, you, and Phil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how you can take shit the wrong way or something like that. And you were like, yeah. Oh, expressions. You were like, yeah, how was that beer, by the way? And I was like, oh, it was good. Suck that guy down. And all three of us were like, oh, Ooh, oh shit. okay. Yeah, suck that guy down. You know what, though? <laughs> we never followed up on it. Remember I was talking about expressions and yeah, like, shit on yeah, like that? weird expressions. I wrote down some. I thought I did. I know I did. When I say some, I think it was like two because I, <laughs> I, I forgot I was doing this. But every time I heard one. What do you get? Oh, just start writing them down. I know I got them in my notes. I got too many notes. Damn, now I already forgot what it worked. Or I already forgot what it meant. Living on a razor's edge. Living on a razor's edge. Like you're living on the edge? I guess. Living on a razor's edge. Like you could get cut at any time, but you're living. St I don't know. Okay. Maybe high stakes. I don't right. know. Yeah, high stakes. Yeah. This one, I have no idea where I heard it from, but th these are, I'm going to always write these down as long as I know you, when I hear an expression, this one says, don't take that rag off the bush. What the fuck? 
Don't take that rag off the bush. Hmm. Okay. And then I wrote this one down because I've heard it so much, but I never looked it up. Gird your loins. Gird? Gird your loins. Not guard? Gird. Gird. G-I-R-D. Like bird, but gird. Gird Gird your your loins. loins. And it means to get into almost like a, a fetal position and guard your loins. Like your dick, like your girdy, your... no, like your inside organs. Oh, like gird your loins, like <clears throat> like protect yourself. Huh? Gird your loins. Gird your loins, folks. I like that. I like that one. Gird your loins. Get so, into the the fetal position. I'm gonna I'm gonna get like 20 by the next time we do this. They all come from one guy, bro. The guy who hosts the podcast. I told you he's from Jersey. Yeah. He, he just he, he just he pulls just them out. Them. They, I don't know where he keeps them. They're always different. It's always something like. Don't take that rag off the bush. Like what? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> or is he just literally saying, "Don't take a rag off of a bush"? Is a rag I hanging down, on a bush? I should write down like a cliff note because I'll write. I just write down the expression because he'll say like something that leads to this, but I don't ever catch that part. Huh. I'm just gonna type, "Don't take that rag off the bush" into Google. What's Google say? To excel, to be the best or most triumphantly successful. Used in an ironic sense, it means to be breathtakingly outrageous. Don't take that rag off the bush. It's also the current vernacular of to take the cake. What? Take the cake? Like you take the cake? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Expressions are weird, but 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 a lot of them are ironic. I will say a lot of them are ironic. Some of them make no. I, I just don't get this. Take the rag off the bush, and this is when I get stuck on my phone. I just I it's not enough for me. I need I need to know. And you'll go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Once I want to know, I want to know. Yep. Well, we'll do that, but uh, we'll wrap this up here. Because we did, we passed two hours here, oh, yeah. so we're not going to beat around the bush. Okay, see so that that that's a good one. <laughs> that one I like, but I, but like I don't know where it stems from, but I know what that means. Beat around the bush, like don't you know waste time. Just beat the bush. Yeah, like stop wasting time. Don't like, beat around the don't bush. Don't beat around the bush. Beat through the bush. Yeah, beat the bush. Mm. Beat your bush. This could go either way. So. Thanks for coming back on four times. This is your fourth time. This is incredible. I want a trophy. <laughs> Phil's got me beat. Isn't Phil Phil in the lead still? Uh, Phil might, with this last one, he might have been number five. He might have hit his fifth appearance. Bastard. Yep. Coming for you, Phil. I love that guy. With that lightsaber. All right, guys. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. Oh, wait, hold on. I should probably have this queued up, shouldn't I? Try that again. Cue it. Gird your loins. Don't take that rag off the bush. Living on a razor's edge. I literally can't think of it because <laughs> <laughs> too much beer. <laughs>